Hello, YouTube. Hello, people I have with me here. Welcome to the third episode of Star Lost Shanties. No. No, you gotta do <laughs> I, the wave. I can't forget. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome in, everyone. Uh, this episode uh, is a little different. Huh, it's funny because that's what Noah said in the last one. It's because I'm hosting this one. <laughs> Uh, so apologies in advance that every other Star Lost Solstice that follows this will be inferior to this one. Uh, <laughs> so, but, you know, that's just how it is on this bitch of an earth. So <laughs> <laughs> hope y'all are doing well. Um, before we actually get into the meat, the, the, the questions and answers of this Star Lost Solstice, I think, Noah, you have something you'd like to share with the stream. I do. So, as you guys may have noticed from our, our Twitter being very excited all the time and uh, just us in general being super pumped up, we have actually gotten a fair amount of fan art uh, in recent days. And we we were just so excited that we decided, hey, we want to sit here and talk about it during, uh, during a Star Lost uh, Shanties. So, that's what we're going to do. So we have our lovely little fan art feature here with all of our favorite, nah, not even our favorite pieces, but just pieces that we personally picked out because we were excited to kind of show them off. Um, so uh, I guess I'm just going to open it up and show you guys what I've selected. And if you guys have any that you think are super neat, feel free to stop me or tell me that I'm stupid and wrong. And without further ado, let's get into the first piece. It's a good thing Ian isn't here. He would have stopped you immediately. Yeah, he would have just been like, you're stupid and wrong and I hate you. <laughs> this is a really nice piece. I like this. Uh, it's yeah. got sort of a card vibe. It does. It's got like a an intro card to everybody. Um, and it's... I, I personally really like this piece because it, it's something that's just like... It gets everybody's vibes a little bit. It gets every like a motif for everybody uh, done and good. Especially like Lotus and Dolus. It's the simplest of the bunch, but I also feel like it... like. It nails the fact that they... <laughs> we have no idea what's going on with them. It's simple You're but welcome. effective. <laughs> You're welcome, she says. Knowing She said I love them. But, <laughs> oh, you know, that's fine. I thought you said you're welcome. <laughs> you I was like, okay. You're welcome in another life. <laughs> another, in another life, thank you. Oh, no. Oh, we actually do. Oh, yeah, that's right. We do have the lovely artist uh, attacked by an artist here uh right now hey. so thank you so much for producing these pieces they bring us a ton of joy and every time we see a new one we get super pumped up I or really as Rady, like, obviously, you're welcome i really like seeing your work in progress on your instagram that was really cool it's, it's really yeah. cool watching the work done all i can say is is where's eggled <laughs> where's eggled <laughs> all right and then next up we actually have a piece from our very own That's ray Hey. That is you. She was the one who made a beautiful piece for, uh, I believe this is a commission piece for Ian, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I took the slightly bastardized version of that, uh, where because there's a much cleaner version to where it's missing all the little sketches and stuff, but I think this one just has a ton of personality to it. And Ray, the if you would love to explain. The story is that Lotus, Lotus it doodled all over it with a twink signing at the bottom. Exactly. I just really appreciate the signature difference. <laughs> yeah. I think Twink's very Twink's very clean and then Lotus is uh everywhere. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> also, Raiden is cool on the top, but kind of clipping into the head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, she's working on it. She's working on it. She's getting better by the day, Cryo. And we should be fostering her growth, not telling her that she's wrong. <laughs> Look, homie, I don't exist in this universe. I don't tell nobody nothing. Says the god. <laughs> Does God exist in the universe? No, he just I mean, him. that's the question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's a really deep question. We haven't even gotten to the question and answer <laughs> questions. You're already asking these fucking questions. All right, next up we have a piece by the lovely... The Blind Rogue. It's our boy Archibald. Oh, oh boy. I think this was our first piece, if I remember correctly. It, this yes, was, it was our very first piece of fan art for Star Lost Seas. And when we saw it, collectively as a group, we went, why? <laughs> I, I just... I just really like the caption, and I've been quoting it to like so many of my friends. Just, hey, yo, I miss my boy. I want my boy back, or something like that. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, hey yo, give man. me my Yeah. I got nothing to say. I took your boy from you. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, give him back. <laughs> give him back. You take him so much from me. <laughs> Hashtag bring back the boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so next on our lovely little list, uh, who actually just appeared, Stardust Animation created this lovely piece hey. of our full party, probably about a week before Socks died. Oh, <laughs> spoilers. Oh yeah, we're unpacking This that. is the spoiler <laughs> session. Listen, man, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> you know. But this piece was absolutely phenomenal. I remember uh, getting this and all of us, again, collectively, every time we get fan art, as a group, we are shocked. <laughs> like, there's always a, a bit of confusion to where we're just like, wait a minute. What? <laughs> people like us. Yeah, people, people like, like us. People like us enough to make art? Cool. <laughs> they really like us. <laughs> Oh, I just I love this piece the 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 good old group dynamic I love I love you know this I think this is one of the first pieces to include Mara in it it um, is because yeah. everybody else was pretty focused on uh, the Dolus and Lotus Dolus Lo and Lotus 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 <laughs> speaking of which actually I might be wrong here no this is actually nope. for Twink so hey. uh, you all remember Oz he was just in the trailer he's gonna be in Star Lost Solstice. Uh, but he's also an artist, and he does these fantastic tarot cards. He has done one for Kieran, and he has done one for Twink. And uh, this one. If you want to see the one for Kieran, you have to go to his Twitter. Yep. Which, is, which is the, the linked one. Yeah, it's right out. there. It's right there. It's, it's there. It's there. <laughs> it's there. I nailed it. Got it. Fantastic. Uh, no, Oz did a fantastic job with these. Uh, I remember he he just kind of like randomly posted it in Star Lost chat one day. Um, he didn't tell anybody he was going to do this or anything. Him and Ian worked on it together, and then suddenly he was just like, "Hey guys, here's Twink." And everyone was like, "What? What? Oh, okay, sure." <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, Oz does some phenomenal work, and it's gonna be super fun to have him in our one shot uh, this coming weekend. Actually, gosh, that's oh yeah, soon. seven days, seven days, baby. Six days. It's Sunday. Oh, no. You're right. <laughs> anyway, before Cryo gets into an existential crisis, 
This one. So many notes. <laughs> we actually just got this uh, this one super re uh, not super recently, but it was recently enough to where uh, I was just able to stitch oh. it into the most recent episode, and it's just it's so cute and simple, it's and I just. Like girl it's your girl this gives it gives me really like a hieroglyphic kind of vibes with the profile i really i really enjoy it i yeah no i appreciate it just with that like it's 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 simple in a way to where you're just like hell yeah it's simple <laughs> if that makes sense exactly um and clean. so exact clean that's what we're looking for uh and then the ray you want to talk about this one so, you ready? You want to explain yourself here? <laughs> Go ahead. So basically, we we were all kind of vibing one day, and then I was just doodling Star Lost things, and I think Ian said something about layers. So then I drew Twink as a lasagna, and then I proceeded to add Lotus because I thought it would be funny, and then this happened. That Twink Zania. <laughs> Ray... We have Twink Tanya, yeah. and we have Twink Zania. We, I didn't tell Ray that this image was going to be included. So, so poor Ray is just coming in here, not ready to be attacked by the fact that I'm, I'm pulling up her meme images. Um, and then speaking of memes, um, gosh, oh, what boy. is there to say about Jess? So um, <laughs> Jess is my arrow best friend and she like got into star lost, like, two or three weeks ago and she's just been drawing so much fan like, art non-stop we get fan art from her daily she's here and, she's here in the, like, in the chat below We're, we see you and like she now understands D D, and like we make D D references when we're together now and like we we talk about the star lost characters and like the cast and like the npcs and stuff it's yeah okay hi, she oz. Really likes oz hi oz but are you guys ready for me to to give you a, a crazy number? Oh yeah, yeah. With yeah, Jess yeah. watching oh. for only about two weeks, counting the comic as one piece. Which, by the way, I know you guys probably can't read this. Go check out uh, Jess's Twitter. She's done a lot of fantastic things. I explicitly took out the last page, so you had to go look at her Twitter if you wanted to see where that comic ended off. He just forgot. X to doubt. I was about to say. I just forgot. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Talk, but... <laughs> but anyway, Jess has made a staggering 45 pieces of Star Lost art in two weeks. And it's all detailed like this. She's it's crazy. all like this shit. Dog, I'm in Star Lost and I haven't drawn Star Lost fan art. <laughs> we love you, Jess. We love you so much. We love you. We love you all. We're just we really want to give a shining moment to Jess. Oh, here. don't it's worry. That impressive. shining moment isn't over. It's oh, your yes. boy. Uh <laughs> speaking of Is things we didn't Dolis? ever think no, would actually my boy Dolis. <laughs> speaking of things that we never actually thought would uh happen with Star Lost, Jess went and invented a whole AU for them. <laughs> uh mostly to cope with <laughs> the death of Socrates. But before she knew, she she had already started it. And then she, like, <laughs> safe spaced herself in it after it happened. Uh, to oh. where everybody's living in modern day. And so we have Dolus as a, as a daycare worker because she's so good. Or he's so good with, uh, with Lotus that uh, I believe it was Sox recommended to him that he should go and, and pursue child care. 
Dolus's patience is fucking impeccable. Right. Yeah, Dolus rolled twenty on patience. Yeah. <laughs> We're lucky it's not a stat. stat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love this piece. Uh, it's so peaceful. I love seeing all the designs and like quirks that she came up with for all the kids. Because we don't have any kids. <laughs> we don't have any kids in Star Lost other than, not other yet. than Lotus. And, and we had Archibald. Say, we say we don't have any kids in Star Lost, but one of the main characters is almost two years old. Almost <laughs> two years old. Hi, Finale! Hi, Finale's Finale. only here for Lotus. That's fair. <laughs> I would All like right. to say that uh, partially the uh, uh, the the amount of patience that Dolus has for Lotus uh, partially spawns from the patience that I need uh, when I interact with Ray in real life. Fuck you! <laughs> 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 Fuck off! <laughs> Damn, that was so unnecessary, Kay. <laughs> Anyway, just made more art. So yeah, guys, um, if you haven't seen uh, episode 25 and 26, what are you doing Spoilers. Here? Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. spoilers. Uh, what what are you doing here? Uh, um, thank you, Penale. I'm glad to know you like my haircut. But um, obviously, I have introduced the the lovely Miss Hickory, my, my, my baby girl cleric, uh, who's, uh, who is fused with her, her twin brother, Doc. Um Ooh. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and they have a lot of confusion going on, uh, especially poor Doc, who woke up to immediate combat, <laughs> is the easiest way to put it. Um, and so we, we love Doc, but just, can someone please? Can, can someone tell me what the f what the fuck is happening? <laughs> no one tell him. No one tell him. Nobody's ever going <laughs> to tell him. Uh, he's, he's, had it, he's had it rough. He's been here for... A whole three hours now, as of like episode twenty six, and he's he's Doc having a rough the time. rest of the campaign out of the loop. Just has yeah. no actual idea what the fuck is happening at yeah. any point oh in time. God, I, yeah, I feel like like even up to sessions that we that we haven't posted yet. Yeah, no, he's he's equally confused the entire time. Uh, <laughs> How long can we keep the streak going forever? And then uh, the, again, Jess. <laughs> This one was one that just popped up on Jess's Twitter the other day, and I had to include it. Can I can I fuck? say something though? Yeah, go. So so, Jess, and as far as most fan art goes, actually, we have a channel in our Discord where we organize all of Star Lost, and usually I'm I'm a busy I'm very busy. You can ask everyone here. I'm a very busy person. I have like work, and then I do a bunch of extra side stuff, and then DM. So I am never the first one to see fan art ever. I usually see it once it get po gets posted in the Discord. I saw this when it was up for like two minutes and hadn't been put in the Discord yet. And no one had told me or anything. I died. I freaking died. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, he <dude>. ugly. Yeah, <laughs> he ugly. He ugly. <laughs> And then, uh, last but not least, originally this was a backup slot, but I feel like it just needs to be appreciated and sort of a, a way to be like, oh, Socrates. Uh, it's Granny slapping the shit out of him. He deserves <laughs> it. He almost killed the whole party. Ah, <laughs> uh, he didn't kill, almost kill the whole party. It was just, it was mostly Twink. <laughs> Lotus was out of range. That was the yeah. only reason it wasn't the whole party. And Lotus rolled to only take half damage. 
Um, but with that, I believe that ends my little segment, that's, which means that's, the, that's I, the end of the fan art feature. That's the end of the fan art feature. Thank Thanks you. to all of you who do fan art. Yeah. We love you and appreciate you all so much. If you want to do fan art, we would be eternally grateful. You can send it over to us at Star Lost Seas on Twitter or use the hashtag Star Lost Seas, but we'd appreciate the tag because, again, we're all 20-somethings who still have to have full-time jobs, so we don't notice everything. Thank you Life all Life is so suffering. Much. You can make <laughs> it would, easier on us. I would give you all a standing ovation if I felt like getting up. So <laughs> I think now is the time that we get into the meat of this episode of Shanties. Let's Don't do it. The all right, meat. so we have accumulated some questions from all of our community sources, you know, YouTube comments, TikTok comments, you know, some of them coming from yours truly here. Uh, and I think we should just, just Philip DeFranco style, just jump right into it. Okay. So first question goes to Noah. Yeah. What color or breed is shoes? Shoes is currently an air elemental or something. She's got something going on. Uh, but no, she is a, she is a six month old, uh, little blonde, little blonde kitten, you know, medium, like medium hair. Not exactly our lovely Lacey sitting in the back of, uh, cryo's camera, but not, not, what? you know, trim, trim and proper. Um, She's a little blonde kitten with little little blue eyes. She is the sweetest little thing that you could ever want, and I want her back, even though I'm dead. I took your cat. Give it. You take everything. I just can't. We can't. <laughs> you can't have shit in Detroit. The can't fuck do you mean you can't have shit in Detroit? You have two characters. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, one of the best things that Kay said to me was after episode twenty-five when he pieced it together. He like we end the episode and he goes. How come the DM let you have two characters? Gee, Noah, how come the DM let you have two characters? Fantastic. Yeah, no, she's a blonde. Uh, and we love we love her very dearly, and I want her back. A child. A child. Speaking of children, Ray, uh, Lotus, uh, I have a question for you. Why is Lotus the perfect combination of adorable baby and chaotic goblin? Listen, <laughs> um, I I play D and D to live vicariously and dangerously. Okay. Uh, thus, you know, I have in, in another campaign campaign I play as like this assassin rogue named Estelle, and she's pretty similar to Lotus, just more murdery. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I just, I just want Lotus to be an inconvenience, <laughs> uh, like a minor inconvenience, especially to the DM and Dolus. <laughs> you know, solidarity, yeah. cryo, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Not an inconvenience to me. If anything, she's slowly assisting the problems that I'm creating. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I didn't mention uh, that question of Lotus being a goblin uh, is. From spicy seagull underscore, uh, and the question of what color breed is shoes was from Captain Boo Mouse Assassin. Uh, so, this next question uh, goes out to everyone here. It, uh, it comes from a from an actual crow. Okay. 
it, All right, cool. it comes so just we, from an actual crow. They uh, they use computers now. It's well, Siren. Oh my it. god, no, guys, it's Siren. I'm so proud of it. It's Siren. Uh how did you all come up with your character concept? Ooh. I feel like Cryo has multiple answers for this question. Yeah. We we sort of you guys sort of went over that in the last shanties, but um for Lotus, uh I I I really like making D&D characters, as my friends know. Um so I was like, I really want to make a monk because Beauregard Lionette from Campaign 2 of Critical Role is fucking awesome. Yeah, she is. So then pop, pop. Yeah, so then like you you guys can probably tell like the way that I um not exactly RP Lotus, but the way like she fights in combat is sometimes pretty reminiscent of Beauregard. Um thank God Marcia Ray. Um but um I remember trying to figure out a a race for this monk character that I was creating. Um, and I was like, okay, what would be a good fit? Somebody who's like, you know, a race that's pretty compatible with Monk. And I was like, Eric Cocker sounds cool, but I don't like bird heads. And I remember asking Cryo, like this was way before Starless was even like, like the concept of it even came out. I, I remember mm-hmm. asking Cryo, like, hey, um, as like a DM, would you allow like, if, you know, uh, a person who wanted to create an Eric Cockrow, would you allow them to homebrew it so that they have, like, a human face instead? And he was like, yeah, um, probably up to the DM, but I personally would allow it. So then when Star Loss came about, I was like, this is what I want to do. I wanna, she I want already to had the go-ahead from me. <laughs> yeah. I so couldn't how, say no at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's how Lotus came about, and I, I remember thinking, like, uh, okay, how is she gonna hide... The fact that she has a human face because I want it to be like some sort of like super cool reveal. Maybe she has a mask. Maybe she wears a bird mask. Okay, I'm gonna start concepting bird masks. I also want her to be young because I think that would be really, really cool and really funny to see just like this kid punching the shit out of like a fucking dragon. Um, and then when Starlost came about and we started talking about characters, I went up to Kay and was like, I started talking to Kay about this idea. And I was like, do you do you want our characters to be connected? Like we could be like close friends, childhood friends. Do you want to be siblings? He was like, yeah, let's be siblings. So mm-hmm. that's how Dolores came about. Yeah, well, the, a little correction there uh, on how Dolores came about. That was mo- mostly right, but it was more. Um, I was invited to uh, be a part of Star Lost, and I was like, I don't fucking know what kind of what character I'll make. <laughs> like I don't, I have no idea. And then she was like, your character can know my character. So it was more of like a gracious gift extending the <laughs> branch from Ray rather than <laughs> us like br- bouncing off of each other. Like uh, and then Ray presents it a lot more two sided than than Kay remembers it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and I, from then I was just like, hell yeah. Okay, so I already have the character concept made for me. It's a bird with a human face. Now how do I make this? Uh, do, how do I make a story around this? And uh, I just I I, I hadn't. I was, this was my only, Dolus was my second and a half uh, D&D character. I had one for a one shot, but we don't count Crump, Klimto, Crafter. Um, <laughs> Crump. Uh, like Crump. <laughs> Crump. Oh yeah, there's uh, a so K. We, yeah, there's a K yeah, at the end. Crump. You had to pronounce the K. And so to, uh, I was just like, I have only played like a wizard and I was like, 
I love I love spellcasters. Like I have never played a martial class or anything other than that, like in D and D. Um, and so I was just like, I want to play another another spellcaster. But I've already played a wizard for a long time. I didn't want to make another wizard, and so I was just like, a warlock. So like, basically, a lot of the process for me came from. Uh, I had the character idea, and then I chose parts of the character, like his class and like you know stuff like that, and then I would connect the dots to make it a cohesive like backstory and like character concept. I love Dolus. Thank you. <laughs> Dolus is great. Uh, okay, no. I guess we got a lot to talk about here. <laughs> um, you didn't because... say you should you should say socks as well because you didn't say socks. Last yeah. Shanties. So our good boy socks. Oh my god, socks was uh, end all be all an experiment. Uh, that was the number one thing when because uh, originally when we made Star Lost it was just because you know we were starting to get busy and we wanted to start a new campaign like we wanted a second campaign to do. So I, I came to cry and I was like, Hey, do you want to like, do you have an idea for a campaign? Like maybe do you like, uh, and eventually he was like, Oh dude, I'd be down to DM a uh, campaign. So he gets started with that. We assembled the entire group. It was honestly kind of a whirlwind of a thing. <laughs> um, and right around the time that he told us what Starlust was, I was like, okay. So socks is an idea that I had back in, 2018 in a campaign that i was supposed to play in with pulse back in the day uh and i had the idea of a werewolf uh, a werewolf wild magic sorcerer um and so <laughs> uh i built it we played like an hour-long session to get every like it was basically a session zero and we never played that campaign again so for years socks is sitting dormant we play another campaign uh, I bring a completely different character and then I just completely forgot about socks. Star lost comes around and he's like, Hey, and cryo's like, Hey, go wild. If you like, I am super cool with homebrew. So go wild. And so I bring him this character and I'm like, I have this boy. I would like to use him. And for he's a good boy, probably about two days straight cryo. And I sat down and like worked out all the mechanics of like, how would his wild magic come up? Like, what 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 is a werewolf uh playable character this that and the other thing we throw it all into a pot and eventually socks comes out of it and cryo didn't know anything about socks's personality i think i threw him the story for socks about four the, sessions deep you threw me this so you gave me a bold background for socks the, yeah. the night before our first session of like oh like he's probably like you told me like he's gonna be like he's gonna be a professor and da 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 da, and that, that was like it. You gave me the baseline, and then you gave me more story the day before, and I was like, okay, cool. And then you gave me the proper full backstory when you were in Inshasla. <laughs> yeah, so it was session five, um, and then Cryo just ran with it, and Socks got a lot of beautiful things. Uh, it's funny because I don't think we've ever talked about this. Granny was not something that you just came up with. It was a it was a joke we Granny had was a about joke socks. We had in the kitchen about yeah. socks. Our Lashna was not a part of the campaign like at all. We made a joke about just an old elf, and the, when we made originally made the joke, we were like, "Oh yeah, the Granny of the Westwood." She just sits there. And she's like, "Oh, are you silly kids?" <laughs> like we made the basically joke Harmon. Old, 
Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then uh, towards the, we joked about this for like four days. And then towards the so end cool. of it, I was like, I'm totally going to make Granny a thing. And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, put her in your backstory sheet. But I didn't clarify to Noah that elves don't get like old and senile. They just continue being pretty until they die. Yeah. So, so when Arlashna first pulls up and I don't say her name and I'm describing this like really pretty star elf who who's just absolutely gorgeous and looks to be like middle-aged or something. He's like, oh, I don't know who this is. And I'm like, you know who this is? And he's like, I do. <laughs> yeah. And then it was her. And so, yeah, that's pretty much all the socks has been. I threw cryo broad strokes of 300 years of a character's life. But Hickory and Doc were a different fucking breed. I oh had God. weeks. I had weeks to deal with socks. I had year like ideas from years ago. Both Ray and Cryo can attest. I made Hickory and Doc in seven days after socks died. I technically made them in three. That's true. Uh, I had I mean, the. You were you had the concept. Yeah, that was. I was gonna backtrack here. Uh, yeah, so about a month before, I was talking about these characters that I wanted to have that were twins. His exact originally. words. His exact words when he brings it up to me. He's like, hey, so Socks is kind of squishy, and it got me thinking, what happens if he dies? Which, you know. You nailed it, buddy. <laughs> Not proud of it. Um, So the original characters, like... This was something I brought to Rage because we were bored. We wanted to make new characters. So, I, you know, I brought up uh, Socks, Socks and Hickory or, or Doc in Hickory. Um, and so they weren't originally named that. Uh, it Their character concept actually kind of spawned from, uh, from, oh gosh. It was one of you guys showing off a character you got from a gotcha game. You guys show one of you was showing you're off the character. To be a little bit more specific with the three you're talking it to was right now. Months ago, dude. Uh, it was I just did four dailies today. <laughs> it was like almost like an eldritch horror type character. I think it was Ray. I think it was a character Ray pulled in a gotcha game. Eldritch horror. To where it was just like this kind of creepy but suave looking dude. Uh, and it got me thinking about it was these. Faust. It was Faust from Alchemy Stars. <laughs> there you go. Um, and so uh, that goes on, and I'm like, oh, these characters seem really cool. I kind of want to create, like, a suave pair of twins. And originally, they were going to just be twins. And I thought, and I came up with the idea of, like, them sharing the same body. And that was where that ended. I pretty much ended it there. I came up with an idea of the two classes that I wanted them to be. Those got thrown out. Uh, Socks died, and in three days, I turned around Cryo... <laughs> I talked I talked to Cryo and told him their entire backstory, which then got changed a little bit after their first session. And I talked to Ray and I was like, hey, I need ideas on how they're supposed to look. And so within about three to four days, I had completely created these characters. And the entire time, the session after Socks died, I told them I, I told the entire party, I was like, we're playing, we're playing next week. It's happening. Like I will I I will be ready for next week and entire party's like no no like take some time and i was like no you don't understand i'm going to make 
a new character. I can't deal with this for multiple weeks. And that's what happened. That's how Hickory and Doc were born. The, the crazy little twins who still have so, so much <laughs> that nobody understands what's going on. Mm-hmm. Cryo, uh, I, yes. I, as the DM, you have a lot of characters I do. Uh, <laughs> who you might be able to explain the concept behind them. But I think we should just, uh, to as to not uh, spend 30 minutes on this question, uh, Pick focus one. on a, 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 one of the, a couple of the fan favorites, I think. Uh, Lorelai and Eggold. Lorelai and Eggold. Oh, concept? God. So Eggold was fun because I... I knew you guys were going to get on Lorelai's boat from session one. Like, it was always the goal to put you on Lorelai's boat. Harmon was always just supposed to get you to Inshasla. And then I didn't plan on keeping Harmon. He was supposed to, like, pop back in on occasion. Like, you'd bump into him. And so I never thought about his first mate. Like, I never gave it even half of a mind. And then at one point... During, like, episode two, you're like, Who, where's the first mate? Because Harmon's crazy. And I was like, ah, fuck, that's a good point. <laughs> and so I was just like, I've made, I just made up a name. I said Darman. <laughs> he and, did. But, but I had, I had, I, I do this. I do this a lot, actually, when I just make shit up on the fly. I have Harmon say it. When, if I make shit up on the fly that I'm not sure about, I have Harmon say it. Because then I can always just be like, yeah, it's fucking Harmon. He's crazy. So, yeah, when you first see Eggold, he's Harmon's first mate, and Harmon introduces him as Darman, and he's basically just like, yeah, whatever, moving on. And then he properly introduces himself way later, and I, since then, I, like, made him up just in case you guys brought him back. And that's, like, Eggold had no process at all, which is why he's just a dude. Just a dude. And he says it, and I say it, he's just a dude. There are a lot of characters with a lot of mystery, including Lorelai, which I'm about to get into, but, like, Eggold's just a dude, and I've confirmed that to everyone here. I'm like, there is no mystery with Eggold. There is no crazy stuff going on with Eggold. Eggold is a dude. He's a cool dude. <laughs> he's a cool dude. He's a cool guy. He's a nice guy. He's just a pirate. It's, he's, just a, he's just a guy on a boat. He, he <laughs> okay, says but, it himself. But, like, the, when he, he grappled that dude when he was in the bars, that was, yeah, that was okay, that fucking was cool. awesome. It was cool. He's cool, but he's just like, he's just Here's a guy. the thing. My favorite part about all of that is he went from something that you had to make up because we just fucked with you, pretty much. Like, we just wanted to make you think on your toes, to he is our favorite NPC. We, he's one of the, he's <laughs> like as main characters you get without being a main character. Yeah, like him, take the, Lorelai, and Archibald, the three of them are like, they're basically in the group, but they're not. And I, it kills me every day. Kay, I know you made that face. Trust me, Archibald's my favorite too. But what I'm saying is, we take we take Eggled everywhere. We Kay's- love that motherfucker so much. If not just to <laughs> shit on him, we love dragging him around. Kay's favorite is Lorelai, just because he wants Lorelai to step on him. <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah. all right what about lorelei buddy Uh, lorelei actually lorelei was a character that i had been thinking up forever which is why she shows up in the very first episode uh lorelei nothing has changed about lorelei everything i thought i wanted lorelei to be all of her mystery all of the stuff you guys don't know yet she's one of the few characters that nothing has changed she's hot pirate lady 
She loves money. She's super down for violence. If anything, the fact that she is an admiral for Twink now bothers her, not because she has to listen to Twink, but because she really just wants to do pirate stuff. Like, like I'm really, I can't wait until you guys come across another ship and you all have to talk her down from just robbing them blind because she's going to try. <laughs> oh, we lost oh, K. We lost K. Oh, he's back. We got K. I love him. I, I love you. Hello. K. Oh, he's fr he, oh, he's he's glitching. He's uh, glitching. My internet's whacking. He oh, is no. a glitch stream. No, uh, that's me. <laughs> oh no. Uh, oh, but no. yeah, so Lorelai, I came up with Lorelai oh, no. specifically. Case so well. <laughs> There was like there there are like a, there's a there's a stereotype of action movie oh no Cade properly died just keep going but there's a stereotype okay. of like action movie girls like in avatar there's the the pilot girl woman girl yeah you know what i mean um and i really wanted lorelei to fit into that of like you don't want to mess with her at all because she will kill you like she's a great character she's fun to be around she's a fun person to talk to but if you piss her off she's just gonna kill you <laughs> As demonstrated in, I think, episode 11, when we got everybody out of the stone. Oh, yeah, you got everyone out of the stone, and you all 12? convinced some poor guy... 11, I'm pretty sure, because that's when Pulse showed up. Yeah. yeah, you all convinced some poor guy to go yell at Lorelai, and he promptly got three bullets to the chest. Did that guy have any, like, lore to oh, him? Oh, yeah, no, he was gonna be a... He was gonna be, like, part of Maya's, like, uh, guard group, and, like, he was gonna become her attendant and everything, and then, no, Lorelai killed him. Okay. He was a douchebag. Yeah. He deserved it. No, he was just no, pissed no. off because he had gotten turned to stone and then was confused, and you convinced... Instead of talking him down at all, you sent him to his death. No, we tried, and then he looked at us and said, fuck you, and Twink went, okay. <laughs> Twink says, fuck you to everyone. That, you know what? That's a good point. <laughs> but yes, so yeah, no, I... Kind of spitting. I just made Lorelai to be hot and, and, and deadly. That's the, her entire purpose. Yeah. Good job. Mission accomplished. <laughs> also, for my favorite NPC is actually uh, Kylie. Kylie, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a... <laughs> okay, so right. this next question comes from me. I have a oh, question shit. for you all. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, you know, and there is the... Uh, there's the, the very, very, there's some very cliche questions I could ask you all. Uh, like, for example, I could ask you, like, who does your character, like, trust most in the party? But I'd actually like to know, who does your character trust the least in the party? Ooh. I feel like it's an easy question for me. because Besides the fact so that Hickory and Doc have been around for a total of, like, three days in maximum so we're not counting them for others, I assume. Yeah. Okay. Since mine is the easiest because they're so new, they trust Twink the least. 100%. That's fair. Are you going to have to narrow it down for me again? I guess we'll go with Eggold and, and uh, Lorelai yeah, again. Yeah, sure. Eggold and Lorelai. In which case, Eggold honestly uh, trusts Mara the least because he has no <laughs> idea what's going on with mara at any time 
Mara just turns into animals and then says weird hippie shit. Mm-hmm. So so Eggle just has no idea how to track him. And Lorelai doesn't trust anyone. Okay. Maybe Lotus, but that's just because she's like, she's a kid. She's not going to fucking, she's not going to screw me over. She's a child. Right. I'm trying to think of who Lotus trusts the least. I want to say Eggle. Oh. Even though Eggold is just a guy. Um, and my reasoning Eggold, behind that he is He took probably, you shooting! That 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 was the, the thing where Lotus was like, I have to be careful about this dude. Like, she... She knows Eggold is useful for Lorelai. Thus, you know, the whole saving him. And he also rose the bow, in which, like, you know, Lotus doesn't need it, but everybody else does. Um, but... It was exactly the thing of, um, you can stop pretending those eyes I see are the same eyes I see in the mm. mirror. Oh yeah, the tired that eyes. Probably, that probably set Lotus up as like, this guy is good at seeing what like a, the true side of the, a person is. I have to be careful about, around this guy. Can I say about Lotus... I love that she is like the the derpiest, happiest character, but also she calculates every interaction with everyone like a fucking computer dedicating RAM to shit. Like she's like, how much should I care about your life? <laughs> like every single interaction. It's horrifying in it's the best the, way. It's the 18 wisdom. Um, like yeah. she might have eight intelligence, but like if you give her like two days to think about it, she's like, oh, <laughs> she's just a really slow computer. Yeah. Stardust, Stardust said Eggold probably has really interesting and mysterious friends that we will never meet. No, you've met them. They're Harmon and Lorelai. Yeah. <laughs> also, Cassie Cat, no, Crow did not make me destroy Sox's sheet. I still have it. Why would I do Aww. that? He's a good boy. We don't need to destroy his sheet. It's his legacy. I have a cleric. Maybe I can bring him back. Who knows? Probably not. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. No, you cannot. No. I'll tell you. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts come in two um, business days. Yeah. I. Oh god. Oh, am I? Am I? Am I connected? You're here. You're here. Okay. Sorry. If it, it fucked me for a second. Um. <laughs> I was gonna say for Dolus in the party specifically, probably. Uh, not that he doesn't trust him. But he probably just trusts Mara the least because he doesn't really have a reason to trust Mara yet. Like, besides Hickory and Doc, like, Twink, you know, he might have not trusted him as much because he was just an asshole. But, like, Twink gets things done. You know, as much as you might hate Twink, like, he makes things happen. And so Dolus is like, okay, he he knows what he's doing. You know, he just, he doesn't really have a reason to trust Mara as much at this current moment. I feel like I gotta know. Is the answer automatically Hickory and Doc for everybody if they are put into the equation? 
I mean, probably. They've known you for like three days. Yeah. Simply, sure. simply by calculation, there's, there's like, you are the one to trust the least because they don't have any bond with you. Yeah. That's nothing against them. That's, that's no, probably why that, we're, I just, we're I wanted to know. Them. I was just like, how, like, how much is this just like neutral trust versus distrust in the party? I guess would be the easiest way to put it. It's like, are your answers that neutral trust where it's like, I don't necessarily trust you, but I don't distrust you. Or is it, I distrust this person. And so I just want to mm. see where that landed. I think it's less distrust and more like I don't know what you're capable of. Yeah. So at mm. the very least, I'm going to be cautious around you in case you fuck me. Yeah. That's Lotus. And Generally, how I carry myself every day. It's how I carry myself through life. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Could be careful in case you fuck me. Yeah. Always gotta be on the lookout. Anyways, so this next question. <laughs> comes from uh, that one mythology lover who mm -hmm. says, on a scale of 1 to 10, how angsty is everyone's backstory? <laughs> Can I answer as someone who knows all of them? Yes. You're all angsty as fuck. Literally all of you. Oh, None of you are free of this. Not a single one of you. Not even well, it's Twink. That, it's that old <laughs> saying. It's like, nobody who's happy with their life goes on an adventure. All of my D&D characters have angsty backstories. That's just something that comes when you are a character made by me. Um, but from a scale of 1 to 10, Lotus is a solid, like, 7. Hmm. Feels like an 11 every time it comes higher. up. Higher. <laughs> it's higher than that. Don't I would put Hickory 11. and Doc. She herself a monster. Don't yeah. say 7. I would put Hickory and Doc at a 7. <laughs> I'd say, like, Dolus and Lotus are about, like, a 9. Oh, that's high. <laughs> that's because it's yeah. true, Ray. I don't even know everything. Just the parts yeah. I've seen. I would say that they're eight, just because they haven't like witnessed someone they love dearly, like murdered in front of their eyes or something. Or have they? <laughs> I guess you just had to find out. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. No. I would say, as far as angst levels go, I'd say the birds' backstories, without spoiling anything, probably the, the most angsty. Who's the least? It's Twink, but he's still angsty. Oh, really? Actually, no. No, Mara's the angstiest, honestly. Mara's the worst. The yeah, I don't know what's happening in Mara's corner. Like, he pulls, oh, up, yeah. the dang, pulls up to the meta plane, and, like, the dude is like... Uh, fucking are you gonna kill me this time oh yeah, we I'm like, yeah. What is happening? let's not forget that about was... his mental breakdown like an episode later <laughs> that was my favorite thing because because all of you have sort of spruced in little bits of your angst even if the other characters didn't see it was moments when your characters were like alone but all the players were watching but pulse never ever talks about it with any of you like player to player and in character, even when Mara's alone with someone, he doesn't talk about it. So having that moment in the metaplane, which was totally unprompted, he he didn't ask about it beforehand or anything. He was just like, I'm going to open a door to this person. And I was like, oh, okay, let's go. 
And seeing him do that flip from like happy go lucky Mara to like I'm coming to kill you, it was like even me knowing it, his backstory was like, damn, dude. See, but here's the thing: it's not about Mara; it's about Pulse. I have not known Pulse to be anything other than just this like happy go lucky, just borderline like golden retriever kind of Pulse, dumb in the most loving way possible Pulse. But it's just like you just see that like just that like ease that easy happy. And then you see, he, he drops this whole facade. And I'm like, Pulse, do you have something going on? Are you okay? Because that's the first time I've seen Pulse as a person act like that. Oh my, it was amazing. It was honestly, because I've known Pulse and done other campaigns with Pulse and stuff. And he's always, like you said, he's really happy. Go and his characters are always happy-go-lucky. They're always, they're yeah. the joke character. They're always crazy. Their name's always a pun. So That's suddenly I mean. having him completely unprompted being so serious was awesome. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's just like, when I say dumb, I don't mean that, like, Pulse is dumb. He's one of the smartest people I know. He calculates things in milliseconds. It's insanity. Um, But he always has this... Holy shit. Yeah, he always just has this dumb humor about him to where it's just like, every joke is so simple, and that's why it hits us all straight in the gut and puts us all in giggle fits. Um, I, I'm, I'm a afraid to uncover mara's backstory because oh, i be great. i don't know what's happening in that corner and i don't know if i want to know it's like <laughs> such a scary corner and then you're like mara are you good and you look over and he has like a blunt in his mouth and like, hey, <laughs> well dude it's like, like creepy darkness with like eerie <laughs> it's like when you walk into a house in phasmophobia and there's that overwhelming <laughs> just white noise in the background and you're like what's happening and then you turn around and it's just mara and his tie and i'm like <laughs> Smoke what weed up, every day. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Okay. <laughs> no, by the way, guys, again, not not to hype Jess up too much before she gets a big head. She made a fantastic comment about the breakdown that he has the very next episode. It's fucking hilarious. The facial expressions, divine. Anyway. <laughs> Amazing. Back to you, Mr. Host, sir. All right. Uh, thank you so much for the question and for your answers. Uh, so, this next question comes from Attacked by an Artist. Um, oh, hey, they were here. Are they still yeah. here? Who knows? Shout I don't out. Know. If you're still here, hello. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, their question, they, they submitted a bunch. I think I'll, I'll, one of the one that really catches my eye here is there a moment that your character regretted doing or saying something and it haunts them forever. Not oh. you as a player, like, oh, I should have done this. The character themselves regrets saying something or doing something. Every time Harmon says, yar, he regrets it. No, I don't know. <laughs> I have a good one. Um, of course, this is only for Sox. Hickory and Doc haven't had time to regret anything, um, at least in campaign. <laughs> um Leaving Lagos behind was one of the hardest things I had to do playing as Sox. Uh, because for him, like, you know, and again, not to get too behind the scenes here, but like, Lagos wasn't a character I made up for Sox. Uh, Cryo dropped that on me in the session that we played. Um, but I immediately, like, I was like, okay, how would Sox process this? All these different things, like, <laughs> Twink dropping the people's elbow, that was legitimate, like, pain because in that moment i was fully in socks and leaving him behind is probably like he took that to his grave 
didn't have to take it very far. Sorry, I really didn't. I didn't want to say that, but it was just oh. like it on my tongue. They were the greatest person I've ever known. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. And why did they die? Fuck. <laughs> um, uh. I don't know if Lotus has any like in campaign regrets. No regrets. Yeah, no regrets. Like she, she gets sad about things. Like you know, she was, she, she was very torn about like you know, socks dying, especially like in a way that she couldn't have done anything about it. Um, she definitely has regrets about things that haven't happened, that that didn't happen in campaign. Like it happened in her backstory. Um, but yeah, no, Lotus is vibing. She just vibing. No thoughts, head empty, but at the same time, it's extremely full. I feel like it's it's just white noise. It's like so much is happening that it all just blends together. Yeah, she found feel... she found peace in the chaos. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, Kay. I'm pretty sure you have an answer for this, but I I I go. I don't think many of our characters have regrets because. How much bad have we actually done in this campaign? Like all we all we've done has pretty much aligned to our morals. It feels like. Don't ask Eggold that question. We're not going to ask Eggold that question. I'm saying character wise, uh, like I think I that's think... the reason we don't have regrets. You yeah, say think... morals when Lotus. Lotus has no morals. Yeah, I don't think she. I don't think she regrets pocket. that. I think that's part of her Are morals is that axe kick as players. <laughs> I'm saying as characters. As characters, I feel like we haven't defied our morals. I'm not a murderer. Uh, don't don't, don't, don't lie to the people, Ray. Don't <laughs> lie to the I'm people. sorry. Okay, go ahead. I think Dolus, out of at least what we've seen, might have the mo the the most morals, like the biggest moral compass of the party. Yeah. Just like, you know. I think the answer here for Dolus was accidentally killing that first Sahagan man like that he did. Like that's like he he like that was I don't know if I said it in the campaign. That was the first time Dolus has ever killed anyone. And it was on accident. And he was just yeah, that, you know, it kind of like put him it, it it worked in the sense that it put him in the mindset to do what he has had to do for the rest of the campaign so far but like he he's taken that shit with him like he he really hates every time he has to kill anyone and so then, that, i mean how, that's just so qu question for you then like how does dolus feel whenever he sees lotus kill kill a person or eagerly thing? kill a person eagerly. she's yeah. so pumped he's just about like it. i mean like he i think we've talked about it like in campaign like in in, in rp like dolas being like you know you don't have to like you don't have to so brutally dis dismember these people like you, you know like you can just do like a little a quick just put them out nicely but then lotus proceeds to fold a guy over his own blade uh, you better scramble like an egg before you get folded like an omelet <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta scramble like an egg before you get folded like an omelet. God, no, but yeah, he just he feel he like it's just it's definitely something that he thinks about a lot. 
but it's just kind of one of those things where it's like this is a thing that we do have to do in the position that we are and like with our whole mission and he just it's like he's just like i guess i mean you know <laughs> yeah. it is like, what it is i suppose i feel like dolus has probably gone through the most change of the campaign so far in terms of just like where he was versus where he is um mm. just if not just purely for the fact that he accepts that in the position they're in they have to kill people um yeah and and as much as you know I feel like it's always a really interesting thing in D&D campaigns that, like, sometimes you can get away without killing anybody. Um, but in this campaign, no, I would say that there were several times the characters were put in a position to where it was just, like, it was kill or be killed. There was no... Oh, every time. I'm, a, I'm out for blood. <laughs> you got it. We're pirates. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, coming it. for your throat. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the way you want it. <laughs> Which, like, I think... I think that's something I really like about uh, Dolus's character is that, like, at the beginning of the campaign, you know, like, he even made he made death threats to Socks, and like, he has definitely made death threats in the past, uh, but like, he had never actually gone through with any of his threats, like, very clearly, like, he just he just sees that intimidating people and threatening them works, and so he uses that, but you know, yeah. Come to think of it, Dolus hasn't death threaded anybody since like the beginning i think it was really he's actually started killing people yeah and i don't think he ever is gonna again considering socks die (laughs) unless they need unless they deserve it yeah i mean like i said fuck you he hasn't really had a reason to death threat anyone looking at you gillian yeah i haven't met gillian so yeah (laughs) that's the only reason only twigs met gillian I think that's what we that's what we got for that one. Cryo, <laughs> any NPCs have regrets? Oh, did all of them. Okay, from the campaign, except, except meeting it. our party. That was their biggest. Regret. <laughs> that's Eggold's biggest regret. Uh, <laughs> Lorelai, I can't tell you. Harmon, I can't tell you. Uh, Walk, he he wanted a better relationship with his brother. Keyword is wanted. God, okay, can we talk about that? I know it's not a question. Can we talk about the fact that Rock's story finally came back around and we spent two minutes just laughing about it? Y'all oh, y'all just watched Harmon killed Walk's little brother. Oof. Oof. Okay, so he was com- kind of a dick. He was kind so of he's dick. confirmed dead. Yeah, as far as you're aware. <laughs> If there he ain't a body, shot, he fell. He got shot no in the one forehead, is, and he this fell is into Marvel the rules. This fucking is Marvel rules. No one's confirmed dead until you see their dead body. Ray, I won't confirm anything. Oh, Maybe socks is still fucking. floating somewhere. What do you mean? <laughs> you like had Noah's my face. body. <laughs> I like Noah's face. Socks plays by different rules. You don't get to see it until you see his soul destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, watch his soul get eaten. Slurp. All right. Slurp. Twink hasn't told anyone that Gillian wants so- that Gillian wants a- to kill a dead guy. I'm pretty sure did he not in 26. He, he told yeah he told everybody that uh he told everybody that Gillian is after socks. Okay. And then they're like, did you? Uh, I think it was Matthias who was like, did you tell him that socks is dead? And Twink's like, no, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Ian right. is such a good RPer. Ian is such a good RPer. Mainly because Twink is just Ian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just... 
All right. Okay. Go. So, Cryo. Oh, it's for me. Oh boy. Cryo, Let's this go. question. <laughs> I'm I'm breaking down this question to its uh most vital part, I feel. It oh, comes gosh. from Loki underscore Brooks. Uh how tall is Eggold? <laughs> Wait, I, I think I have the exact height, because I think Ray asked recently. <laughs> I I don't wanna say contradictory information here. Give me one second. <laughs> And uh, if someone would like, we I think we have a we have a sheet with all of the characters' heights. Is it up to date? Uh, uh, I can recite it. So the actual question that oh, they no. said was, "What are all of the characters' heights?" And the, oh no, did I cut out? Oh no, for a second. Oh, oh did I did I beep? Did I beep? Okay. Oh, so oh. the actual question was, "What are all of the characters' heights?" And then specifically in parentheses, including Eggold. <laughs> <laughs> He's pleasant. People like him. Uh, he's six one. Okay. He's taller. He's taller oh, he's than tall. the party. He's tall. He's oh, tall. He's tall. I'm as tall as Eggle. You I'm are taller than Eggle, barely. I, I I can recite everybody's height because they, mm. a lot of the characters have similar heights. Um, Twink is three foot two, three foot two ish. Um, around there, Lotus is four foot nine. Um, Kieran socks Dolus are 5'9". All um, three of them, yeah. Yep. Uh, Archibald is also 5'9", as I've learned. Um, Mara is 6'3", and then Hickory and Doc are the same at 5'10". She's on the money! Hickory and, Hickory and Doc are the tallest uh, other than Mara now. Yep. Well, I mean, and Eggle, because Eggle's 6'1", but of, of, of player yeah. characters. There's one physical detail about them that I just wish I could talk about, but they keep wearing the right clothes. <laughs> it's not really... What the hell does that mean? They're fucking jacked, both of them. They're... God, I know you can, like, you guys will see their strength scores, oh, yeah. and you guys have seen no. their strength scores. They're fucking jacked. You guys know those scenes in, like, Legend of Korra, where you finally get to see Korra's, like, toned arms and abs and stuff? That's gonna be the twins. <laughs> It's oh nice, nice. Oh, but yes, Eggled is six one. Oh. That answered the question for you all. He is tall man. He's tall man. All right. Thank thank you, Cryo, uh, for the Eggled exposition. Um, I think one more question uh, here, and then we should be able to wrap it up. Oh. Uh, so, this is another question from Attacked by an Artist. Uh, oh boy what so the, the it's it's less of a, a star lost question and more of just to the people uh here what is the class that you usually play versus your favorite class or class you want to play in D? &D? yo it's wizard every day baby <laughs> 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 no um i guess i'll start <laughs> yeah go ahead bud <laughs> i'm sorry I totally interrupted you guys. I, I guess I didn't interrupt. I guess I just jumped in. Yeah, no. Wizard. Wizard's the wizard's the best. I I don't know what else to say. Wizard's the greatest. I did really want to play Bardbarian, like a Bard Barbarian multi-class, just because I thought it would be neat to call myself a Bardbarian. And now we're playing a, like a the Witchlight. We're doing a Witchlight campaign that Kay is actually DMing. And I made a character who is a Bard Barbarian multi-class. And it is amazing because I love 
one turn giving bardic inspiration to somebody and basically singing them a quick little tune and then immediately turning around and going, I would like to rage. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the concept of somebody being like, we've got this, gang, everything's great. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's mine. And wizard, I think wizard is the best that I, like, my go-to class would be wizard. And then I think my my fun antsy class is like barbarian and fighter. Wacky wacky multi classes are always my favorite for like just fun stuff. Right, I because I feel like I don't have any. I've played two technically three characters, and they're all hitting on classes that I. Those are the only characters I've ever played. <laughs> um. Well, the thing is, I I try not to play two characters of the same class or race. Um, so I've played Rogue, I'm playing a Monk, um, I'm playing Warlock, I've played Bard in the past, and I have a Wizard and like a sort of Cleric in the making. Um, oh, I also have a Fighter. I forgot about that. <laughs> How um, could you forget about the girl, <laughs> my wife? How fucking dare you? <laughs> but, um, so I, I, I try not to overlap. Um, I, I've recently, in the past, like, year, year and a half, or, like, two years, I've only been playing, like, martial classes, so, like, fighter and, like, you know. Um, my rogue isn't an arcane trickster, so she just kind of, you know, jumps around. Uh, and like the fighter uh, so I kind of just been hitting things a lot but I, I want to dive into spell casting and stuff because I really fucking love the flavor for spell casting um, especially after watching campaign 2 and Caleb Widogast Liam O'Brien does an amazing oh. fucking, fucking job Caleb Widogast um, is like top tier what I want every wizard to be, how I want everyone to play a wizard. He flavors things great. He does his spells great. He's awesome. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, like, I want to pull inspiration from that for when I create spellcasters and stuff. So, um, I don't think I have a favorite. I do have a lot of fun with Rogue, just because I love the idea of dealing massive amounts of damage from a bush. And they're hiding back into the bush, and they can't fucking find me. It's it's so fun rolling a thirty-five in stealth, and then they can't do anything about it. <laughs> you could play with a druid. You know, just make bushes for you. You yeah. roll a thirty-five. Mm -hmm. I, I have. Up, I quit. My my rogue <laughs> has a plus fifteen to stealth. So Monty was plus nine at level four. Yep, it's it's insane, and like. That I, I've given Lotus a lot of those attributes, like, she has proficiency in stealth, so then I can, you know, do a shit ton of shenanigans, and then she also has tapped into, like, the, the wind touched with, from Kylie, um, so she can also turn invisible, um, which is so much shenanigans potential, so, yeah, I feel don't like really episode... have a favorite, but I love them. I feel like episode 25 was just the tip of the iceberg of Lotus fucking around, being able to turn invisible on her own. And then murdering people. And then murdering people. Lotus's favorite thing. <laughs> well. <laughs> with even with a thirty-five, even the DM doesn't see you. Um, Hell yeah. I guess one class 
Oh, this is so sad. One class that I really did want to play, I wanted to play Bloodhunter. Um, I was unfortunately only able to take one level and have two combats with it. <laughs> By the way, guys, just for clarification, Cryo apologized for me two weeks after Hickory and Doc were already in the campaign. I still apologize to this day. <laughs> to this day, every time he remembers that he kills Socks, he apologizes to me. Because I hope it's a homebrew monster that killed Socks. The Astral Shade that pulls up in episode 21. 21? That's the one we split. So, that, yeah, 22. Yeah, the Astral Shade that pulls up in 22. Totally homebrew. I reworked the balance. Tr like, I tried to rework the balance many, many times. And I conferred with other people I know who played D&D. &D, and I'm like, does this seem too bad? I'm like, this is supposed to be lethal. It's supposed to have a solid chance of killing someone. And they were like, yeah, it's really dangerous. It might kill one or two people. But, like, it's not too bad. And I was like, okay, let's go. And then, you know, I did so many of you just did not roll well in that fight. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Yep. And you were already injured because somebody decided to tackle Kieran. Oh, I do not see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I was like panicked that I was like, but I, but I it, it's funny, though, because I talked to you all literally like two weeks before the, the, the session before the Kieran fight. And I was like, because I'm, I'm really nice and I slide a lot of roles and I struggle to not because I want you guys to have fun. And a lot of the times I feel like failing isn't always fun. And so I try to balance out how often you guys fail with how much you succeed. But I told you guys, I was like, I was like, combat's been really easy for y'all up until now. And like, you've always sort of had a, a scapegoat or help or like with Archibald. And I'm like, that's not happening anymore. It's going to be rough. Like you guys gotta like I think you guys will have more fun now at this level that you are because you would let you just leveled up. I was like, I think from this point forward, you guys will have more fun if there's more consequences in fights. The thing is And then you tackled Kieran. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um no, I think my favorite thing about the my favorite thing about the shade fight was um recently we talked about it and Cryo outright went, I didn't know you were that low when he killed me he was positive that he was going to put lotus in a dangerous situation not socks i like panic if you go back and watch that episode i'm like panicking i'm like who has the lowest hp because i knew it was either lotus or socks and i inside i was praying it was lotus because i had your sheet open and i saw your hp and i didn't want to tab over to socks because i knew if it was lower he was about to die <laughs> so i was like who has the lowest HP? And I was like, please say Lotus. And then, and then Noah just goes, it's me, buddy. And I was like, no, uh, I have since rebalanced the shade to be less dangerous in that last, like 20 HP when it does the shunt, like it's less likely to team wipe in that last, like 20 HP. Yeah. But it was a little too late, <laughs> a little too late. Doesn't matter. Hickory and Doc are fantastic. Um, Cascat, just to answer your question super quickly before we wrap mm. up, the physical difference is Doc is a little bit bulkier than uh, Hickory. His features are slightly sharper, and Hickory has like uh, a gold splash in her eyes, while Doc is that straight emerald green. Uh, they're basically indiscernible from each other, unless you like really look at them. <laughs> it really looks like somebody just just. They're very, they're both very androgynous too, mm -hmm. so so it doesn't help that Hickory's kind of leaning towards the masculine side of appearance, and Doc is kind of leaning towards the effeminate. 
at least in her which own. is why literally everybody just thinks they're the same person <laughs> by the way guys star lost seas we're canonizing it we're telling you out right now star lost seas does say trans rights and you better fucking believe it oh yeah <laughs> always even uh, the villains no one I gives wanted... a shit <laughs> i just wanted real quick i know i said that would be the last question mm-hmm. uh but it's not less of a question and more of just something maybe if you guys want to talk more about because uh correct me if i'm wrong this is the first shanty since that episode has gone up uh so the episode uh gillian i was a fucking that that was a banger for everyone all around i think like everyone loved like all the players loved rping that episode cryo you you seem to be having a great time dming it if you ever just want to talk about like their favorite parts of that whole thing and you know you know just what, what you what, what your thought process was cryo like as we were going through so i gillian has been in the work for a while uh gillian is one of the bad guys who i thought up at the beginning like i just gave him a name and like who he was with a little with a little help of like i worked him into some backstories no no basically basically someone gave me a character and i was like oh this villain i had in mind will be this character perfect uh and so i was super excited to 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 have gillian pull up and i really expected you guys to do like proper combat with him or to like negotiate with him to some amount i didn't expect twink to just jump off the boat and then twink just jumped off the boat (laughs) You and really didn't like, want what? him to. I tried. He rolled really well. <laughs> <laughs> and there's nothing I could do. I tried to stop him. He rolled really well and he jumped off the boat. That's just the nature of D&D. I'll say it. Despite never rolling initiative in that, that was the greatest combat we've ever fucking had. <laughs> I I thought it was really fun. I didn't want you guys to roll initiative because I didn't have a map. I didn't have plans or how many soldiers there are on the boat. And frankly, I Gillian is a case of like, he's a bigger overarching bad guy and he would have killed you all if you rolled initiative. And I didn't feel like having that happen. So I was like, we're just going to let you guys, you really wanted to square up. I wanted to square up. I mean, mean, there's a chance there's a slim chance, but you could have beat, maybe you could have beat him. Um, but yeah, Gillian was, Gillian, not himself as a character, but like the idea of Gillian, of the Inquisitor, of the Empire coming after you has always been something that was going to pull up at some point. So it was a really big moment for me. And then you guys, like, I was already excited for it for a story reason. And then you guys just loved every second of that. I, I don't know what I did or what magic DMing thing happened that made you guys love Gillian so much like that whole session but i just hope it happens forever because it was awesome <laughs> i i will put it to you simply and i feel like you know guys feel free to agree or disagree it's because it played out like a fucking movie like that was the one time to where i legitimately went this is not D. this is our fantasy pirate movie i really love getting to do the combo words with K. Um, oh yeah, you've had those combos planned forever. Yeah, we had we we 
during the making of Lotus and Dolus, like we were like, okay, we're gonna do combo moves. Um, we're gonna do like code names and stuff. And like the, it never got the chance to come up and it finally got the chance to come up. And it, it was fucking awesome. I remember like DMing Kay and was like, don't forget about this. We can do this. We can get in there, et cetera, et cetera. You, you DM'd me at one point during Gillian and you were like, we're going to use the code words. And you sent me a doc with the code words literally before session one. And I've never touched it because you've never used them up until now. So you're like, we're going to use the code words. And I was like, where is that? Like, I immediately <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Doc, like, I was like, what are the words? You're telling mean? me you don't bring up the code words doc at the beginning of every session? No, you've used them like four times. <laughs> All four times. <laughs> I rotated my hand. I hid that thumb. <laughs> I not very well. Personally, that combat specifically was really uh. big for me, especially coming off the heels of Sox dying not two episodes ago. Um, mm -hmm. Was the like pr probably up until just about that moment, I was super duper unsure if I wanted to keep Hickory and Doc. Like I, you know, we we come in. And, you know, all love to Ian. There was no, like, impersonal feelings. The absolute fucking vitriol that oh, he hit savagery with. from Twin. <laughs> that he hit Hickory with right off the bat. I was just like, oh, God. Oh, fuck. Um, and so, you know, it, and it was a lot of just, like, finding new footing, knowing everybody else was 25 sessions in and I was three. Um, and then it came down to that one moment to where... Mara was like, you want to do something about it? And I said, fuck it. And that's what that entire session was. It was, fuck it, let's go take down a ship. Uh, a two-man army. We didn't care what everyone else was doing. It was, let's go, let's figure out some way to take out an entire Imperial Galleon. Mm -hmm. You did it. <laughs> you did like, there was just something about it. Had, like a little moment of using their, something they had, like, Everyone had their moment to shine, if that makes sense. Like, everyone had the chance to use their abilities strategically, like, yeah. without just using it in a, you know... In a fight, like, in a, in in a, a combat turn setting, fight. like, hand-to-hand yeah. -hand combat setting, you know? It was great. It, I loved every second of it. It really felt like everybody's abilities were... We took the idea of all the spells and abilities that we had and changed them. Like, that was the one moment where it was just mm -hmm. like, we're not using these how they're intended to be used, which was the best part, was just being able to... Yeah. Can I just say, though, M MVP of all of that, MVP of Gillian, Eggle choking that dude out through the bar. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Delilah summoning a meteor swarm to obliterate the boat. <laughs> That's like saying the MVP of the shooter game is the person with an aim bot. Of course she got the most kills. <laughs> she did summon God. <laughs> no, it's Eggle. The dude who's just a normal dude who got captured by an imperial inquisitor and the moment he saw a bird pop out of invisibility and stab a dude he didn't hesitate he choked a motherfucker out <laughs> we all celebrated when that happened too like i remember just yeah. everyone going yeah <laughs> yeah well because i was because i was it was initiative the shortest initiative ever basically one round and i remember being like it's eggle's turn and you all were like what and then I'm like, yeah, he grabs that dude through the bars. And I remember Ray explicitly, because she goes, let's go, Eggle! <laughs> <laughs> let's go, Eggle. Fuck yeah.
Love angle. And then oh. Dolus killed another guy on accident. <laughs> you great. gotta stop doing that, buddy. Just mean it next time. Do we have any? Do we have any? I'm a, I gotta ask. I know I'm not the host, but do we have any last minute questions in the chat? Yeah. Do we have any last minute questions in the chat? Feel free to drop them here. Chat. This is your last chance. Do we die after this? What? Until next shanties. Oh. Oh, I was about to say I still got an assignment that's due tomorrow, man. If you're dead, you don't have to. It won't matter. You'll be dead. Do you think that your the next shanties is happening tomorrow, Ray? What's it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I genuinely, I think, like, I guess while we're waiting to see if there are any last minute questions, I think we should talk about just, I think, the transition from socks to hickory. Don't get me wrong, it was insanely fast. We did it in one episode, and usually you let those things bleed, uh, but we didn't. <laughs> and I think, I think it, it turned out really cool. I think, especially knowing what we're all at right now, like past what's been posted i think that uh we've started to really create another cool character dynamic and almost come into a new stage of what star lost is oh boy we got a lot of questions <laughs> oh, okay wow oh yeah okay speed all right run, let's, let's, let's let's lightning round this who would win in a drinking game who's got the highest uh, con not the birds i think i think doc i think doc has the highest constitution no he has zero con does he oh wow I think it's Twink. I think Twink, Twink, it's, yeah, it's Twink, Twink or win. Mara. So Twink would win in a drinking game. Makes sense. Cool. What do the characters have for breakfast? Whatever, Whatever walks cooking. Cooks them. Yeah. We probably have fish for breakfast. What's or bread. What we have for breakfast? <laughs> what would Dolus have done if it were Lotus instead of Socks that died? Killed God. That's a question that isn't a lightning round question. That's a very loaded question. He would have killed God. He would have ripped the world asunder. He would have gone berserk. TLDR, uh, everyone would have fucking died. No, not everyone would have fucking died, but it would have. It wouldn't have been pretty. Uh, do you hope Hickory and Doc can be separated eventually, Noah? That's kind of a uh, a question that we've talked, like Cryo and I have talked about. We've talked about if they do get separated. We've talked about if they've never get they never get separated. It's something we've talked about. I do not hope for either party because, frankly, both of them are so fucking cool. <laughs> He's Who would you want to play your character in a movie? Oh, God. Who would play Hickory and Doc in a movie? I don't know, but I know for a fact that I would, like, I know this is a Japanese voice actor, but, like, Uraraka Ochako in My Hero Academia, like, her voice fits with Lotus very well, where she mm. is currently. Uraraka Ochako's voice actress is also, also neural. neural in Arc Nights. Oh! <laughs> yeah. With Socks, it's David doing, Tennant. Like, he was basically David Tennant Arara. from the get-go. Like David Tennant would would play socks. That's the end all be all. Hickory and Doc, mm. I got fucking nothing. I can't think of like an. Uh, ant Dolus. Like... Go ahead. I was gonna say Dolus would definitely be played by uh, Jason Momoa, obviously. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dev Patel for Kieran. Oh, that's accurate. Ooh, Dev Patel would be a really solid Kieran. I think Dev Patel would be a good Kieran. Mm. Let us know in the uh, comments below who you think should play Hickory and Doc, because I got nothing. Yeah, and make sure to like and subscribe to the Star Lost Seas <laughs> channel. Thank you all so much for coming out to episode three of Shanties. Uh, everyone who made it live, everyone who's watching in the future, 
Thank you all so much. This was great. Thank you for having me as your uh, amazing yeah, host. Big thank you. Everybody, quick clap for Kay. Big thanks to Kay he for He volunteered being the host. to make me not do it this time because I had to answer a lot of questions about the fact that Sox was fucking dead. Yeah. Woo woo. Cool. Also, wait, before we go, I want to say oh. take a brief moment as DM to number one, thank my entire party. I love you all. You're all great, you're spectacular. You make it so fun to play. Number two, another quick reminder, Star Lost Solstice, our first one-shot, is going to be done live next week here on Star Lost YouTube. It'll start at noon, Eastern time, and it's going to be great. It's live. We, we're bringing Oz back. As, as he's Maybe he's Kieran, maybe he's not. I guess you'll have to come to find out. Maybe he'll and get on the rowboat and row far away halfway through. Who knows? <laughs> And then we're also bringing to get a, a, a new guest, Scarecrow Sketch, a good friend of Pulse and Noah. So we're really excited to have both of them. We're really excited. It's set. It's not any of the main cast. Everybody's doing new characters. It's a new setting. It's going to be really fun and interesting. You'll get to see more of the world of Star Loss. So uh, pull up. Pull up. Yeah. Come say hi. We'll be... Thank you, Cryo, for being our DM. You tried yeah. to snake by, but just thinking the players and then ending it. Son no, of thank a you, bitch. Thank you, Cryo. <laughs> round of applause oh round of applause for cryo it's right. been Thanks. an absolute blast guys uh and we can't wait to see you again on saturday god yeah i guess we'll see you tomorrow too there's an episode coming out there's a lot going on you're getting a lot of star loss this week guys Woo! Bye. bye bye, bye.